0: so much man for doing this bro i yeah. really appreciate it um i know we had some technical difficulties <laughs> on the last last run but it's all good so i wanted to sit and talk with you um i know you're former military yes sir and you were stationed at holloman air force base correct what 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 were your credentials for that
1: i was there 95 to 99 i was in the services squadron so I worked in the kitchen, I worked in the uh, fitness center, I worked at basically MWR. Okay. Morale, welfare, and recreation.
0: Yeah. How how long were you stationed out there? Four years. Four years? Yeah. Nice. And you spent your whole time there?
1: Spent my whole... Well, before... I, I deployed one time overseas to the Middle East.
0: Oh, cool, man. I
1: spent my whole time. At well, LMA. I
0: appreciate your service, too, brother. Yes, I really thanks. do. You as well. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. So, now... As you know, one of the big things going on lately is the, the whistleblower, uh, David Grush. Yes. Came, came out with uh, two pilots, um, Commander Fravor and Ryan Graves, I believe his name is. And uh, these guys, you know, just had that big old testimonial thing up there in Congress, man. So some shit came out, bro.
1: Well, it's going to come out eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can't keep the public in silent.
0: Oh, hell no, dude. Hell no. What's your outlook on this whole thing? What do you think about it?
1: Well, I mean, I I think I very much believe in that there's something out there besides us. I mean, you know, this stuff's been around since the 1600s. Yeah. And the stories are all the same. Right. There's really nothing that's changed. I mean, if if you go back and study and read the stories over and over and over again and I mean yeah some people probably heard what this guy said no yeah that's what I saw too. but not everybody yeah
0: yeah there's no way possible man that we're the only fucking people in the universe no. There, there's no way man now you know so Holloman has got a little bit of a reputation itself man so it um, you know I was watching some stuff online and trying to get a little more perspective of that air force base yep. and uh it's not very far from los alamos
1: right a couple and, hours
0: uh, yeah man um actually i what did i do with it but anywho yeah man i mean god i think it was like uh 200 something miles maybe yeah, it's just a, like a hop skip and a jump right. right big big stories out on that right now too is um you know the big movie that's out oppenheimer you yeah know, that's where they
1: I haven't that seen all. that yet
0: no oh great movie is dude. it good it's Three hours and it's it goes fast. I I couldn't believe we were in there for three hours, dude. Really? Just, oh my god, mind blowing, eye opening. It's just the way that they came together and they did this movie. I mean, it's 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 like holy shit, dude. It's right. holy shit. But yeah, man. I mean, the way they constructed once they got everything they needed, he's like, well, I need to put this this. Man, they had everything there. They had it all put up in a matter of nothing, dude. They had a bar, they had a church, they had all these facilities and stuff like that for everything that was going down. So oh, yeah. it was crazy shit, man. But fantastic movie, Have fantastic movie, yeah, dude. So like you know, only a hop, skip, and a jump from Holloman, you know, and then um, according to some of the the shit that I was watching and looking into, apparently in 1971. We had a UFO land at Holloman Air Force Base. That's what I heard. And according to certain, um, I guess, uh, documents and and uh, documentaries, this thing was kind of wobbling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they thought like, it
1: was damaged or something. Yeah,
0: and it and it landed. And according to them, it was smooth. You couldn't see any anything on it no rivets no nothing it was you know smooth right. underneath and then like a door opened up and apparently three non-humanoids come right. out of this this aircraft right so i'm just like where are they at now you know what well, i mean if if this did happen wh- where's the ship where's the ship now i'm sure y- you're familiar with bob lazar yeah so bob lazar i believe it was was it 90 95 when he came out
1: he i was believe a, so somewhere he, around there yeah
0: he was in his 20s and uh he was stationed at area 51 in nevada right and he worked i believe 17 18 miles south of that in an area called s4 right and his job they brought him in he was a um he specialized in propulsion So they brought him in, and according to what he had posted, and uh, there's that great documentary done by uh, Jeremy Colburn. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Corbell, Corbell, I'm sorry. Sorry about that, Jamie. Or uh, Jeremy, (laughs) you know. But, uh, yeah, Jeremy Corbell did this documentary on Bob Lazar, and, you know, during that documentary, man, the feds raided him. Oh, I believe it. Dude, like he, like in the documentary, like he's texting Jeremy, and he's like, feds, here, Home reading shit like that, dude.
1: Well, you know, if you're doing a documentary and the feds raid you, you're doing something right.
0: Seriously, right? brother. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: got to be something to that, right? I mean, feds just dude. don't raid you because,
0: dude. I'm, I'm, man, I'd shit my pants. I would shit my pants. Oh, I in. would too. Oh man, but let's jump back to you a little bit here. So, what your your job and titles on the base were?
1: I was in services, so I worked in the storeroom at the kitchen. I worked at the rec center. I worked at the fitness center. Uh, we had a place where you could rent stuff. Oh, no shit. For sure. like hiking and all kinds of stuff. Skis, because it snowed out there. Oh, yeah. So man. I worked there. Supply. Uh, I was in charge of the MREs for the base, so had to make <laughs> sure there was.
0: Get them meals ready to eat, baby. Hey, <laughs> you know? I'll tell
1: you what it out of all the things i did that was the strictest oh yeah dude the strictest i mean we had coolers that were huge and they had to be rotated every week you had to rotate the mres no and shit. you had new ones that came in and then you took some out and used them yeah because they couldn't be they could only be a certain age man so
0: yeah i know i used to get them ordered all the time because you know a lot of hiking camping things like oh, yeah. that they're just easy to throw in a backpack and head off to wherever you got to go oh yeah you know? but the you know all itself man like I said you know wobbling aircraft landing shit like that you ever seen anything <laughs>
2: odd out there
1: well I can tell you a story I had a guy that worked with me and I won't say his name but uh I just got to talking about the Roswell. Roswell's the other one, right? So Roswell is where the craft crashed in 47, yes. I think, 42, I think 45, 47, 47 something like that. Somewhere yeah. in the 40s, right? And so uh, talk, talking to this guy, he said, yeah, my dad used to be the, one of the commanders on the base. And that UFO is actually here. You know, at the time, I could, just laughed about it. So he told me exactly where it was. He gave me picture perfect how to get there, et cetera, et cetera. And I forgot about it. So uh, on our base, everybody had to do detail, which is where you just go and pick up trash, keep the base clean. Okay. So came my time to do detail. I was the highest ranking person, so I was the driver. I think I had one, two, three, four, five guys with me. I don't know. So we went all around the base, did detail. And I'm like, you know what? Let's try to find this mountain. So he told me where to drive out past the flight line. And he oh, said, no "Yep." Yeah. he said, drive, keep driving. You're going to think you're never going to get it. Get there. He said, it's out in the middle of nowhere. And then all of a sudden there'll be a big rock.
0: How, how far off of like main base are you guys out there?
1: Oh, we were still on the base. I mean, it was still part of the base, but right. It was miles, man. I couldn't tell you 20 miles, maybe. Okay. It was a long ways. It was a long ways. 10 miles, 20 miles. I I don't remember exactly. But so we started driving. You know, we're, we're stopping along the way to pick up trash, any trash that's there. There's the mountain. I see it. I'm like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And told me about the winding road going up. So we started going up the winding road, picking up trash. And then we got up to a certain point, and there were two Humvees, black with 50 cows on them oh. and we were met with an armed response no shit uh, yeah guys dressed in black and man, so, that's
0: how they do it out there at roswell man
1: yeah
0: you know what i mean or uh area 51 51 area yeah man yeah. they there's so much technology and and radar shit man that they could pick you up with a blink of an eye with oh nothing man they, so they can see 50 you. cows humvees all blacked out huh?
1: all blacked out yeah um, how many guys? Well, there was there was one guy that I saw that came up and talked to us. Okay. And then there were two guys at the Humvees. There may have been a driver. I I, I was, you know, Shh. you get met with something. And and let me just back up a minute and say I was pretty new to the military. Okay. So anybody that outranked me, if they told me to jump, I didn't even wait to ask them how you high. Just asked, I just did you it. You just did it. Yep. Right. So I was I've very been there. scared. At the time, I'm like, Damn. I really screwed up now. I'm like, I'm going to jail. Um,
0: <laughs> Leavenworth, here I come. Dude,
1: I was I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm telling you.
0: Well, how old were you back then? <sighs>
1: 24, 25, maybe. Oh, yeah, man. Like that. So I was just a kid.
0: Yeah, dude. We were babies back we then, We were babies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know,
1: I was just a baby. So, you know, guy comes up, says, what are you doing here? Something to that effect. He, and this let me say, he was not mean to us. It's not like he came yelling, screaming, guns all ablazing. He was not
2: mean to us. You know, like, no,
1: He wasn't mean to us, but he was very stern. It's kind of like when you do something bad and your dad gives you that stern talking to and you think you're going to get the belt, but you don't. Right. It was that kind of talking to. Never cracked a smile, nothing. I'm shaking. The guys are freaking out in the car. He said, you need to back down the mountain. What are you doing here? I said, oh, we're just doing detail, sir. He's like, we are out awful far to be doing detail. I said, I was just told to clean the base, so we got done with the main base, and we just started. I said, we've been to the west side of the base. We did all that, and now we're just followed this road. He's like, we are awful far out, and they made us back down the mountain.
0: No Snicker Bar wrappers on that trail, What? There was no <laughs> Snicker Bar wrappers. <laughs> no empty beer cans. There no was that was nothing. Shit. Damn, man. But, dude, I couldn't imagine just, like, being straight up, God, I was scared
1: to death. No shit, I'm telling you, I was scared to death. I thought that day, that was it. Because I thought... Now look, and I also want to say, I have no idea what's in that mountain. The guy that I spoke to said, that mountain is where the Roswell wreckage, there's a UFO in there, there's the people in there, that's where they're doing all the experiments, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't see anything. I didn't see a door. I made it so far, and I was met with an armed response.
0: Damn man. Yeah, there's gotta be something So
1: you know, men in black, right? Men in black, if you will. But what could it have been?
0: I Yeah, I you know, this the the whole military thing right now for me is that I understand where they're coming from. They don't wanna leak a lot of shit and right. I guess, you know, mass hysteria. You know, people are gonna get, oh my God, you know, and shit. But th- you have those people that are, you know, believers and stuff, but then you got those fucking cuckoo believers. Right. Oh, you know, the you know, all that weird shit. Right, man. right. But, you know, there there has to be more to this picture. Like I said earlier, you said it earlier. We can't be the only ones here. There's you know, you know, some of the documentation that I looked at and I've read you know, shit like this, man, has been going on since the 30s. And I know it's been going on a lot longer than oh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, since the 30s, you've you've got, you know, your Roswell crash. You have sightings on the east and the west coast up and down. And I don't, you know, there's a lot of, um, I guess you could say the way these guys are seeing some of these Tic Tacs while they're in their jets and they're looking like, they're just they're coming out of water, right? We don't know how deep that shit. Well, well you know what I mean.
1: And we don't. I mean, uh, what's under the ocean? I, I worked for a company where ocean exploration was what they did, and yeah, you know the stuff that the stuff you see at ten thousand feet is just like mind-boggling. It's not the same thing you see off Daytona Beach. I'll tell you that. So shit.
0: now there's there's some people out there that have some theories to some of this. uh, I guess you could say that some of the older crashes and that there were Russians involved and scientific human modifying and things like that to make it look like this. But, I mean, okay, you look at the Roswell crash, for instance. This thing crashed. This guy finds it. They take pictures. It's posted in... In the newspaper, right? Headline story, right? Everything's there. What is it? Two days later, it's all retracted. It's all. It's it all was. Gone. It's a. It's a balloon. It's, it's a, a balloon. Come on, man. Yeah, there's no way, man. I, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's got to be somebody who actually has some serious.
1: Oh, I'm th- sure there's somebody that has something. I mean, look. Watch some of those documentaries on Roswell, and a lot of these old-timers are dying off. Yeah. And I've watched a few of them where the guy says, look, I, I don't have much longer to live. I'm, I'm dying.
0: I want to clean my plate, I want to
1: clean my conscience before I yep. die. And, of course, so the government, the whatever, say, well, he's old and was us see now. He don't know what he's talking about. Right. But you get the same stories.
0: Yeah, I think the government will go to extreme lengths, man, to keep certain shit quiet. I mean, you know... During those testimonies, uh, you know, uh, so Grush was a former, he's a a former, uh, I don't know, is he, I think he might be out of the service now, but he was a major in the Air Force, and he was intelligence as well. So he was around this stuff, and then when he brought it forward, in the testimonies during the, the Congress thing, they were talking, they asked him personally, is there any negativity coming your way you know things like that and he said yeah you know i mean he answered he's like he's been you know mentally physically and emotionally struck by this you know what i mean so they're you know threats and whatnot coming at them and i guess they're you know they're trying to keep this you know locked in but i think it's it's too late
1: i think it's a lot right it's a lot for one person or two people or you know it's like when you were a kid and you did something wrong and and you kind of knew your dad or mom knew about it, right. or, or maybe they didn't, but you always had that gut feeling that crap someone's going to find out about this. Yeah, I mean it's got to be the same. These guys witness this stuff, or we're working on this stuff.
0: Now, also too is you know things have been said like oh so so Grush is the whistleblower. Right, he's the one who came forward, and you know popped the lid on this, you know can of popcorn, yeah. and then you got uh, Commander F- uh, Fravor. And you have Graves, who were eyewitness testimonies to right. what they've seen. I mean, I don't know. Have you watched any of the, the footage on uh, Commander Fravor's no. incident? So apparently there were six six involved, four sets of eyes on this Tic Tac. Right. And this thing is hauling ass. They said this thing was standing still at 0.0 Mach through where it was was like hurricane winds blowing through this and this thing is just standing still and then would take off to like 1.2 mach man in a blink
1: it's one that went like 60 miles and and, and under like,
0: 60 seconds right, dude. like yeah, you see. know it took off and then it was 60 miles back to where they were actually going to be heading back to and right. then they get you know it's it's here right and they're like what you know but uh yeah i know f- one thing that commander fravor said he's like man He's like that thing's like you know pretty much hauling. He's like, dude, I'd love to fly that thing, man. You know, could could you imagine, dude? Like no. just
1: man, wow. No, I couldn't imagine. I mean, you know, we we had the SR seventy one. That was the fastest mm-hmm. plane out there, and and that thing was fast. Two what was it? Two thousand miles an hour, something like True. that, something ridiculous. And so that's fast, but can you imagine your teeth going, are in the <laughs> yeah <laughs> in the well, back? Can of you imagine your... us just sitting here and then? split second nah. or 60 miles that way it's
0: crazy man no uh, there's man can i just like i'm mind blown i'm you know boggled on that shit like how far advanced if anything if this does all come to light how far advanced in would you say like the technology that these outer craft from you know compared to here i, I light years
1: well i would say this right you remember the stealth fighter the triangle plane yep so when i was stationed at holloman that was the plane that was stationed there okay so that plane in the 90s 95 i was there 95 to 99 i think they retired it in 2000 somewhere around there um it was 50 years old technology 50 year old technology well the rate of technology just keeps increasing, increasing. The speed of technology, yeah. the advancements of technology from starting at ninety-five from fifty years ago, what they had then it's is coming So out now. more far advanced now. Just imagine what they have now. I mean, there's no telling, but I mean,
0: you just—I mean—you look at everything in general. You know where we've come from from big bulky freaking TVs, man, with these giant-ass tubes in the back. Yeah, I got so, this
1: thing here called a cell phone I could launch the, uh, you know, the space shuttle with. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The technology in here is more than what the space shuttle had. That's ridiculous. And that's from the 80s. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. I got a watch. You ever watch Dick Tracy? Remember the yep. Dick Tracy watch? Never thought. Calling Dick Tracy. Callin yeah, right. Di- yeah, <laughs> man, dude. And I can tell my watch what to do. Yeah, right. And she mm. listens to me most of the time.
0: Yeah, right. Don't let your wife hear that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. I mean it's 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 mind blowing to to go through and see all this come in the light now because, you know, we've been waiting and wanting. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things. I don't think people are scared. They're wanting right wanting it you know it's just like okay things have been happening over all these years let's
1: right what else let's,
0: let's do it let's, what else let's, are you going to you give know me?
1: i think one of the things they got to overcome which i mean if they have the technology to to uh re-engineer a ship that can go you know 60 miles in a couple seconds um the laws of physics right yeah an object in motion stays in motion so you put a human in that when that thing stops that human's going to go through the side so they've got to have something that yeah. keeps you your inside i guess everything that's i guess
0: that's what you know some of the technology they were talking about in some of these documentaries is how to make like almost an atmosphere inside these things to keep you from right you know what i mean we have to yeah
1: i mean i you know how many times have you been on your bike and hit a rock? Your bike stops, or your skateboard better. Yeah. You hit a rock, and what happens to you? You keep going.
0: What, what, what did they? What's that <laughs> meme? You know, a floor jack's worst enemy? Yeah. Is a zip tie. Right. You yeah, know, exactly. That little tiny piece of plastic, dude, will yeah. fuck up everything. It can, it can
1: lift five <laughs> tons, but it can't roll over a, a, yep, a, a zip tie. A zip tie. That's crazy, man.
0: But so being back, let's go back to you being stationed at Holloman. Yeah. So, four years you said. Yep, four, four years, years. One day, one day on Holloman, and fifty cows blacked out. I mean, what, being When you guys went back there before you went up the, like what? What was around it? Was there anything else? There was completely nothing.
1: Nothing. It was in the middle of a. F- just think of the biggest field you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's mountains. I mean, there's mountains all over New Mexico, right? So right. there's mountains off in the distance. But this is a road you're driving. F- I mean, anybody that's been out that way knows what I'm talking about. You know, it's a road and it's plains, like a, like a prairie, like plains. Yep. But it's all rock and desert. And then all of a sudden there's a huge triangle-looking rock i mean it looked like a natural didn't look like it was a man-made okay it could have been i don't know um but it was just out of place it just wasn't it wasn't like there was mountains and mountains and then all of a sudden here's this you know the mountains were 20 miles away and then all of a sudden here's this mountain this rock and it was big i mean it was it was very big i mean we drove up a couple times snaked it before we got stopped
0: wow yeah, man, I just man, I'm like, t- just a few more feet,
1: dude. It was scary, I, and I don't know. So right, so I don't know how many more feet it would have been to make it to the, to the door if it even had a door, or to make it, it could have gone up, it could have gone down. I, right. I have no idea. I know that when we were, on the road, it was going, it was going up. Um, nothing kind of went down and then up. It was a gradual climb
0: up. So. You're asked to leave, yep. return back to base, yep. all that. What's going through your head?
1: Nothing. Scared. I mean, we didn't talk about it the whole ride home. Uh, I think the only thing we did say, like I said, I was the highest ranking person, whatever. And uh, I just think that I may have said something to the effect of, hey, guys, let's, we just don't need to talk about this. And I've really never told this story but a handful of times. And if anybody watches this, they can... You know, they know that the story's never changed. Um, I was scared. I mean, I was was scared in the sense that I was scared. I was more scared than if you were called to the principal's office. I was scared that what happened was going to get back to my command, not only my commander, but the base commander. Right. And so getting called into my commander's office would have terrified me. It probably would have brought me to tears. I mean, that's how fearful they made you of you know your higher ranking um so i just didn't say anything
0: so you just decided like you know what man i'm just gonna i'm gonna clear my conscience i'm just gonna wipe it from me yeah you know almost like you know men in black here look at this little red light dude no exactly
1: (laughs) exactly and it was you know it was a few months after that i think i was watching over my shoulder just to make sure you know and look these guys whoever they were uh, Alamogordo is right outside of uh, Holloman. Yeah, that's the that's the small town. They've got to live somewhere, right? Right. I mean, they've got to live somewhere. So they either live there, they live on base. I never saw anybody that even resembled them again, hmm. ever. So
0: now, as time goes on, you're there for a couple of years. Yep. Throughout those years, anything jump out at you different? Have you did you? Did you keep an open mind, looking around like maybe there is something?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I always, I was always curious. We, um, I was part of a, a deployment team uh, on the west side of the base, which a lot of people weren't allowed to go to, west side of the base. So I was part of a deployment team, and, uh, you know, we did certain exercises like, if you will, war exercises to prepare us for you know, go into war. Right. Um so they would close off the west side of the base. That's where the flight line main flight line was back there. And uh, you know, they would say you'd check in and they'd say you're entering whatever, Afghanistan, this province, they give you a summary of what's going on at that time. And as soon as you crossed over, it it was it was like the real thing. No I shit. mean they had people playing terrorists, they had people playing Good guys, they had people playing, you know, uh, spies. I mean, it was it was pretty freaky. But um, the building that I was in, and I was there for sometimes 24 hours at a time, depending, um, there was a few buildings over from us. Uh, and I seen planes going in and planes never coming out. No shit. And I can't tell you what that was. Don't know. Right. But I know when I asked about it, They're like, oh, no, that's just where they work on the planes. I also heard that it was levels down of where they were
0: developing. Like some type of underground facility. Yeah,
1: where they could have been developing um, something. Now, um, I remember many a night laying in bed and hearing sonic booms. I mean close. I mean very close. Like... Shaking my whole apartment building. People running out of the apartment building at two o'clock in the morning, like, what the heck is this?
0: Not like the sonic booms we get here from the Cape, right? No,
1: no. It was it was it was you would you would have thought if you didn't know any better, you would have thought you were being bombed. That's how Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were right near White Sands Missile Range.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So it was not uncommon for us to hear them bombing at White Sands Missile Range. But the sonic booms were not that. <laughs> you could tell it wasn't that, and it was much, much closer. And you could hear the craft, whatever it was, going over, um, going over us. I mean, and low too.
2: Now, um, if, I, if, I, if I if I thought
0: back here, I was looking at something. I had some notes jotted down, but I believe. Holloman was established something like 40, 45 or something like that, 1945. Yeah, I believe so. So, but, you know, you had the the Roswell stuff, and then you have the Holloman Air Force Base. Right. I mean, you know, there's a lot of open plain, you know, open area out west. Yeah. And that, I mean, I'm just, you know, I in my mind i wonder what draws everything to these areas what is you know something is there stuff in in our ground in our atmosphere you know what i mean that draws what draws these these things to these areas
1: unless we have agreements with these creatures that you know i mean i don't know you know where's your green card (laughs) right let me see your Um, yeah I know out there we had the test track, and you can look that up. That's not classified or anything. That's test track where they used to test propulsion. So, you know.
0: Harrison, they do a lot of of crazy stuff out there.
1: I went out there a few times. I mean, I never saw anything, but I went out there to deliver stuff a few times out to the test track. Have you
0: ever gone? Have you ever been to Los Alamos? No. No? No.
1: I've been through Roswell.
0: Oh, yeah? How was that trip?
1: That wasn't too bad.
0: <laughs> no. Nah, I'd like to get out there. I haven't been out west yet. I mean it's one of my bucket list things to do.
1: Well be careful.
0: Yeah. Well, I you know, I'll stay on the, the well the proper side. Look, what it, about that guy a couple years ago? Do you remember that whole thing online a few years back? Let's storm Area 51. Oh my word. Do you remember that shit?
1: Listen, don't be stupid.
0: Yeah. Don't be D- stupid. there was like millions of people that I'm going, I'm going. And only a few thousand showed up, but, you know, nothing happens. You know, there was no storming of the gate, you know, but still, like, this kid just decided, like, hey, man, we're going to storm fucking, you know, yeah, Area 50. it was 50. a TikTok like,
1: video is what it was, or a w- YouTube or, video. I, or I think it was
0: uh, YouTube or Facebook or something like that, it yeah.
1: It was just something stupid somebody thought of just to get some attention. He got attention. Oh, he got a lot of attention, <laughs> man. He got a lot, of,
0: a lot of, I guess you could say, like, um, shares and, and whatnot, but, mm-hmm. yeah, like... I know it was over 2 million people like clicked on that freaking thing. Oh, like, yeah. It was crazy shit. Oh yeah. But they damn.
1: didn't mod them down. I mean, I, I you know, they don't play games.
0: Nah. Now, according to I think it was uh it, Yeah, it was a, like a a former US um consultant mm-hmm. said back in 1954 that Eisenhower met with aliens president eisenhower met with aliens it
1: doesn't surprise me
0: dude you know the, the, the what is it um, the president's book of secrets and right. shit uh what's the movie with nick cage uh, uh the treasure movie
1: um oh uh, national treasure Yeah, national treasure
0: in the second one you know he, the president or was it the first one yeah i think it was the first one when the president was like do me a favor You know, and they just cut out the scene and, you know, they're like, you know, let's look through the book. Yeah, yeah. Is this shit real? Well, I
1: mean, I think there's, I think there's truth to, I think there's truth to everything, right? Right. So I think that even though they may say one thing and want to lead you one way, there's some, there's always some truth to something that anybody says. There's a little bit of truth to it, you know.
0: How deep do you think our president actually knows about shit?
1: Our current president?
0: Let's just say or you just presidents. Say
1: the president in general. The
0: president in general.
1: Um, I don't think I don't
0: they go eat. political. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I didn't know what you were asking. Nah, he, nah. I, I don't, don't think that they brief the don't president think? as deep as we would like to think, because it's a lot for one man. It's a lot for one man to know. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that. Maybe he's briefed on some security stuff, some top security stuff. But I don't know that that it goes as deep as him, you
2: know. Yeah, I just wonder about that. You heads.
0: know, do they, do they allow him to really dive into this stuff? Does he look into this? I mean, you know, we have Space Force now. Right. You know, which is a whole new branch. Yep. You know, and these guys from what I've seen and what I've been watching and following online and whatnot, you know, they're looking into more protection from whatever's out there to here. And I just, you know, my whole mind, I, you know, I wander, man, like some nights I'll just lay there and I'm just like, I can't fall asleep. And my mind's going like a million miles a minute. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And I'm just thinking in my head, dude, like,
1: what do we know? Who have we talked to? Yeah, and man. look, we're just the United States, right? Think of all the other countries out oh, there. Oh yeah, who man. have they talked to? Think of some of these remote areas where. Well,
0: there's a there's a um, a filmmaker, uh, James uh, James Fox, and uh, he has done uh, a couple documentaries. I know he did one for some shit in Brazil, right? And. Man, if you get a chance, look him up. Look up his documentaries and check them out because it's like holy shit, dude. There's some weird fucking shit that goes on in in places. And you know, I I, I believe in a portion of the documentary they were talking to like some uh, Brazilian military, right. and some reporters were asking him questions, and he's like, I answered your questions, and you know, he's like, Well, what else, what do you have to say? I'm not saying anything else. Nope. 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 Right. And, you know, that's it. But he yeah, man, he he had gotten like some translators and shit like that. And a lot of these people, they didn't want to be on camera and things like that. so there's there's you know, there is some shit, like you said, in other places in the world. I mean, there's always something popping up, Russia, overseas Japan, uh, different different areas. We just don't know. No, we don't I mean, know. We just
1: don't know. And and maybe, maybe, you know, we've made deals with these aliens or these other people, if you will, um, to help them, to help us, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, I think that, going back to information coming out, I think more information's coming out now because there's a lot of resources now, right? You have oh, the yeah. The dark web. You know, you have the dark web, which I have never been on. Don't even know how to get to it. Right.
0: Uranium on there. Yeah. But, but, you know, (laughs) know. but the
1: dark web is an area where someone that has all of these secrets can go unload anonymously and no one ever knows. Well, you've got how much information is popping up. And I, you know, the government tracks all this stuff. But I think now they're kind of just hanging that carrot out and saying, you know what? You know, the group of them get together and say, we got to give them something.
0: Yeah. We got to give them something. Yeah, there were some, you know? uh, I hate saying this word, some skeptics out there saying, you know, that there, all this shit that's happening right now with the, the testimonies and all this other stuff that's going on is just a way for the government to hide what's really happening. You I believe know? it. You know, so there's something else happening, but the government's using this as a an outlet I believe to it. hide shit. And, you know, they do shit like that. So, I, well, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is.
1: If you knew there were creatures out there that would talk to you and make
0: deals with you,
1: I mean, wouldn't you want to talk to them as well?
2: Yeah.
0: So. But now, so once you got out of the military, um, you said you went to overseas?
1: Well, I was, a, well, I was in after the you, military. A,
0: yeah, right. After you left uh, Holloman, you went overseas?
1: No, I was I went overseas when I was at Holloman. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. I was so, over in the Middle East.
0: No shit. How long were you over there for?
1: Five months, six months. Okay. Something like that. I don't remember. Five five months. I think it was five months.
0: Yeah. Did you ever see anything odd or strange out there?
1: Not alien-wise. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. No. No. I never, never, never saw anything. Never, never heard anything. I was on a very small base supporting the refueling missions over Iraq and, and okay. Afghanistan. So
0: yeah man i you know i've never as much as i would love to see something or witness something i never have but it doesn't close my mind on the shit you know i still keep an open mind i know there is no way we're the only ones in this universe but i mean i i just want to see more that's my whole goal man i just want to see more you know, I'm I'm I love everything. I'm a nerd. I can't help it. You know, I love sci-fi. I love comic books. I you know I, I'm a tattoo artist. I mean, you know, I've been on this reading binge lately, so I'm reading books left and right, and just you know, freaking documentaries out the right. ass. I'm constantly clicking in. Yeah. looking at things. Just be you know? careful
1: how far you go on that rabbit hole because it, sometimes it can take you places you don't want to go.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, now, I'll step back, take a breather, yeah. drink some PBRs or something. There you go. You know, that's my, that's my bigger choice right there, man.
1: Um, you know, you're talking about encounters. I, I I do have a story that I've only told a handful of times. I don't really talk about it. Um, and uh, a buddy of mine was with me at the time. It was in DeLand near the old dump on the corner of Grand and Plymouth. And there was a big orange grove back there. I spent a lot of time on Grand Avenue when I was a kid um, with him. And we would go camping a lot. In his yard, we'd go camping in the orange groves. And so we was camping one night. We were on bicycles, probably two miles from his house. It wasn't very far. And uh, we had the fire going. And falling stars, you know, it was pretty cool. And then this one star... You know, we're counting the falling stars. Maybe it was a meteor shower. I don't know. But this one star starts falling and stops. I'm like, Scott, do you see that? It stops. And we start laughing, thinking somebody's somehow playing a joke on us, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Stops.
1: Goes this way. Stops. Oh, like a zigzag motion? Goes this way. Stops goes back up stops and then slowly starts coming down i'm like dude forget this i'm going back to your house (laughs) we packed up quickly put out the fire and took off we were scared to death we were scared to death wow but uh i don't know what it was but what what in the sky and it wasn't like it was like a helicopter that could have just kind of done that it was stopped i mean it was fast like this, you know, making these zigzag, yeah, like zigzag motions. And then when it started coming down, it was pretty close, too. When it started coming down, that's when I'm like, mm, too much for me. And we got out of there. And we How never went back. Um, I was probably between 9 and 14, something like that. Okay. So, but I remember it, vividly remember it yeah. like it was yesterday. So, dream about it sometimes, scare the crap out of you, but... uh
0: Oh hell yeah, man! I mean, I'm I, you know I've never like I said I never got to. Who knows? You know I don't know in my life I'll ever see anything like that. But I mean, I mean I can understand being that age and getting like startled and shit like that because you don't know, right? You know your mind can't grasp you know what that shit is yet. You know, you, you hear stories and you see things on TV and whatnot as a kid, you know, but to visually see something like that and to kind of like make your mind go, oh, shit, what the hell is that? You know, that could be it's uh, an eye opener and startling for any kid.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it was scary. Shit, but, man. You know, but, you know, you say you've never seen anything. Have you ever seen a falling star?
0: Oh, yeah, I've seen shooting stars. So,
1: you know. What could that be? Yeah. Could it be a falling star? Could it be?
0: I tell you, there's a place, man. You want to see some beautiful stars. So I used to do a lot of hunting up in Pennsylvania. And an uncle of mine had a cabin up in an area uh, off of Interstate 80, it was called Snowshoe, Pennsylvania. Right. And uh, so we would go up to his cabin and then we'd, you know, unload everything, get the cabin prepped ready when we go four wheeling in and through the trails. Nice. And, and dude, there was this one section at the top of this mountain. They called it Big Flat Top. And you would go up there at night and stand there and it felt like you were in the fucking galaxy dude the stars because there's no city lights so it's pitch black and uh, the only thing you're seeing is what's up above man holy shit talk about just wanting to reach out and pluck one that's it was amazing most amazing sight i've ever seen in my life
1: well in new mexico up in cloudcroft they have a planetarium and so all of the lights at holloman are red the street lights okay that way it doesn't reflect up and if you start going towards um Cloudcroft there's a there's kind of a pull off you got to have a four wheel drive to get up there but there's a part of the mountain that you can go to where people go to party and stuff but we would go up there and you could see all of Alamogordo it was really beautiful but we would do that we just lay on the, my buddy's truck and look up you could see the milky way and the stars were falling just like ridiculous wow yeah it was beautiful
0: shit Well, look, Pat, man, let's wrap this up here, man. I want to say thanks so much, man, for coming in and hanging out, dude, and I deeply appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep your eyes open, man. Absolutely. Let's do this again. Yeah, man, definitely, dude. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, and thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in.